Lift, a podcast for aspiring and existing leaders. I'm your host, Greg Cunningham, and as always, I look forward to being a part of your leadership journey. This is one of the three long-form launch episodes I'll be publishing, and today we will start a discussion on leadership foundations. Before we get started, I just want to remind you that if you're interested in or focused on leadership, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can also go to www.mountnebelconsulting.com where we are regularly adding new content and resources to help you on your leadership journey. Just like building a house, leadership starts with the foundation. If you don't have a solid foundation, it's not built on good materials or it's not built correctly, then that house could come tumbling down. And if you have done or will listen to the launch episode on the state of leadership, I think you'll see why having a solid leadership foundation is so critical. Now, there are some aspects of leadership that can just be part of who a person is. I know people that naturally had some of the core aspects of leadership. Some of them had a desire to develop those natural talents. Others wanted to exploit them. I've also seen others that were willing to pay the price to become outstanding leaders. I bring this up just to illustrate that skill or talent are not the first thing you need to become a leader. And I'd like to spend the next few minutes discussing some of the things I think you need even before you start working on some of the more traditional skills. So let's start this conversation by talking about some foundational elements. I've just got a list of bullet points here that I just want to talk through. So this might be a little more casual, less scripted out. The first one I want to talk about is that as a leader, you really need to have learned some key lessons in life. I'm talking about leading at a professional level, right? I mean, the captain of a youth baseball team, that his responsibilities and behaviors are going to be very different from, say, the captain of a major league baseball team. So there is this progression that goes on. So when we talk about leadership uh, in business and being able to lead at this professional level, by the time you get there, you really need to have learned some of these key lessons in life. Number one is learn to work hard. That seems pretty basic, and you would think everyone would learn that, but it's just not the case today. Uh, Sometimes it's too easy to take that easy road and to not learn to work hard and to earn whatever you get. So that's number one. Number two would be to learn what it means to do the right thing, and sometimes that means standing alone. Now that's related to courage, it's related to confidence, but you do need to learn how to do the right thing and sometimes to do that right thing when it's very unpopular. One of the big topics, one of these elements, which is the third one here, and I think we'll probably spend some time talking about this later, is learning to deal with entitlement. I spent a lot of time in the call center industry, and we would hire kids straight out of high school or you know, kids that were in college or folks that didn't want to go to school and just wanted to start into that call center world. And I've dealt with call centers here in the United States, plus call centers overseas. One of the challenges that we faced here in the United States is this sense of entitlement. And let me talk a little bit about what I mean by that. We would have folks come to work and expect to get a paycheck no matter what they did. They didn't need to call in sick. They didn't need to tell us if they were going to be late. They didn't need to perform at the levels that were expected. Now, all of those things contributed to Uh, the sense of entitlement that they had. They just expected that no matter what, they would be rewarded. 
And that's what I'm talking about. I didn't see that as much when I was overseas in, say, India or the Philippines looking at some of these business process outsourcers because they valued those types of jobs and they wanted to do well. So there's definitely this challenge with entitlement um, that we face. And so number one, you've got to learn to deal with your own entitlement. Realize that you're not always just entitled to whatever you want or that you're not entitled to the best of everything if you don't work for it and don't earn it. Then the other challenge that we need to face and that a leader needs to learn to deal with is the entitlement of others. Now, there's lots of different ways that you can gain this experience. You can gain it in raising a family. You can gain it in being part of groups in college projects. There's just a myriad of ways that you can get this experience, but you need to understand how to recognize when folks are feeling entitled and how to help them work through that. And there probably is some skill you'll need to learn to deal with that, but at least learning how to recognize entitlement, understanding what it is and overcoming your own, that is a key foundational element to being a good leader today. Another item on this list is uh, for key lessons in life is to have learned how to set and achieve goals. And I'm not talking about these super easy goals that don't make you work for them. You need to learn how to set stretch goals and to work hard. It goes back to the first one we talked about. Set those goals that are going to stretch you, that you're going to have to work towards, and that you're going to have to give it everything you've got in order to achieve. Because once you get into that leadership position, that's what you need to be doing for yourself personally. And you need to be helping those you lead set stretch goals and work to achieve them. Another one of these elements is learning to agree to disagree. And I talked a little bit in the State of Leadership Today uh, episode, I talked a little bit about polarization. And one of the challenges that we face today is that we don't want to agree to disagree. It's It's my way or the highway. I have the right opinion. I have the right view of this. And we need to learn how to agree to disagree with each other and not have it be the end of the world. And that leads into the final key lesson in life that I've listed here, not an exhaustive list, but that is you have to have learned how to work with others, whether you agree with them or not. You have to learn how to, sounds very simple, but how to get along and how to cooperate and find ways to compromise so that you can move things forward because you're going to do a lot of that as a leader. Now, the next foundational element is knowing yourself. You have to know yourself. I'm going to talk about that in an episode or a set of episodes, probably in the next month or so, but you've got to know who you are, or at least have an idea of who you are or who you want to be. So things like, do you really like to lead? Do I really want to be a leader? Do I want to have that level of responsibility placed on my shoulders? Or am I doing this for some other motive like the salary or power or any of those things that we talked about in the state of leadership today. So you're going to need to know what parts of leadership you really enjoy, those things that you're absolutely passionate about. And then the flip side of that, you also need to know what parts of leadership do you not like? And there will be some. You're not going to like every single aspect of leading. I mean, if I just think about the tough parts of leadership when you've got to put somebody on a performance plan or got to lay somebody off or fire somebody for performance reasons. Those are not necessarily the fun aspects of leadership. So you need to know what you do like about leadership and what you don't like. 
you're going to need to know what your strengths are. What are you really good at? What natural gifts or abilities do you have that you can take advantage of as a leader? And then the flip side of that one, you're going to need to know what your weaknesses are. Where are you not strong? What things, because you either don't enjoy doing them or just don't have the skill sets, do you need to to mitigate? And we're going to talk about strengths and weaknesses. In fact, all of these will most likely be topics for future podcast episodes. But if you know your strengths, then you can work on enhancing them. And if you know your weaknesses, you can work on mitigating them. Then you also need to know your personality and communication styles. They're different, yet they're completely related. And there are tools that you can use to to figure out your personality style and what your communication styles are. And uh, in the episode, Knowing Yourself, or the set of episodes, um, I'm not sure whether it'll be one or two at this point, but that'll be coming out very, very shortly. I'll talk to you about some of the tools that you can use to identify your personality style and communication style. So the last part of knowing yourself, at least the last one for this list today, is you need to know what you really want to accomplish in life. You need to understand that if you take on a leadership role with the responsibility for yourself, your organization, and those you lead, is that going to mesh with the goals that you have in life? Are you going to be able to balance the personal aspects of your life that are important with that professional one as well? So you need to know what you want to accomplish in life. Now, the next uh, key foundation element that I've got listed here is understanding or learning what it means to lead. If you're an existing leader, maybe you need a deeper understanding. Or if you're an aspiring leader, you need to learn what it means to lead. That needs to be part of your core foundation. And it's never too late to patch that portion of the foundation. Now, that's one of the goals of our podcast, so I'm not going to go into it in detail, but if this is something that you're interested in, hit that subscribe button, follow us on LinkedIn, or go to our website. Now, the next one, understanding the right motives to lead. There are right motives, and there are not so good motives. There's really this hierarchy of motivations that leaders should have. And there are some motivations that need to be much higher than others. And I talked about some of the motivations that can be a challenge for leadership in the state of leadership episode. But some of these reasons that I think are a higher level of motivation should be to be part of a team because you're never on an island. You're never by yourself as a leader. To want to make a difference, to lift others to meet their potential, to want to serve. Now, these are just two or three of these high, higher level motivations that we should have as leaders. And we're definitely going to continue talking about them as this podcast goes along and evolves. Now, another key element here, and I think it relates into the motivations, it, it relates to knowing what it means to lead, knowing yourself, is a willingness to continually learn. You need to be curious. You need to be willing to read and study. And you need to be willing to take risks and make things your own versus just trying to do what somebody else has done. Just a real quick story on curiosity. I was interviewing for an executive position at a bank, and I was meeting with the chairman, the board, and the executive team. And I had listed curiosity as the first item on my list of skills. And that was the very first question that the chairman of the board asked me is, why did you list curiosity? And I explained that that's what leads into this continually learning, that I knew that I didn't know everything I needed to know to do the job or to do any job that I had had in the past. 
And that curiosity means you continue to look for new approaches, new ways to do things, how to apply old theories, uh, ways to solve problems that'll be better than maybe they have been in the past. So curiosity is a big deal. And if you're curious, you're going to stay on the right path to continually learning. The next one on the list is being willing to adapt. I think the pandemic is a great example of good leaders need to be willing to adapt. Uh, there were a lot of situations that came up, and I talked about a few of them in that state of leadership episode. But those leaders that were willing to adapt and adjust, they were able to keep moving things along during the pandemic, and those that didn't really struggled. And we've seen examples of both of those over the course of the pandemic. Now, the final one on the key foundational elements is just having the right attitude, being positive, being optimistic, trying to look at the glass as half full. All of those kinds of things are super important to being a leader. Now, I'm not saying that leaders can never have a bad day. I personally know that I wear my negative emotions on my sleeve, but I have to be conscious of how that can impact me and those that I'm leading. So you've got to have the right attitude, and that right attitude ties into being willing to adapt, being flexible, being willing to learn constantly, having the right motives, knowing yourself. So it ties into all of those. So having that right attitude can make or break what you're trying to accomplish as a leader. Just a quick reminder while we're on a short break to hit that subscribe button if you find this topic useful or are interested in leadership in general. You can also visit us at www.mountainebelconsulting.com for some great resources and to sign up for our newsletter, which should be launching in the near future. You can also follow us on LinkedIn or Instagram. Instagram, we're at Mount Ebo Consulting, MTN EBO Consulting, or Leaders Lift LDRS LFT. Let's talk about what individuals that are currently in a leadership position can do, what actions they can take, and some ideas to think about. And then let's also address what aspiring leaders can do. So if you're just getting started on your leadership journey or you want to build this foundation from the ground up before you get into a leadership position, what are some of the things that you need to consider? So let's start with current leaders. And number one on my list is to honestly assess yourselves. Now that can be tough. Sometimes we're our worst critic. Sometimes we have blind spots, but a self-assessment is by far the most important thing that you can do. You need to assess your life leadership experience. What lessons have you learned? How can you leverage those lessons? What lessons do you still need to learn? And then how might you mitigate the weaknesses that you have? You also need to think about how well you know yourself. Have you really done a good self-evaluation? Have you figured out your personality style or your communication style? And do you know how you communicate with others? What's going to push your buttons? What's going to uh, make things stressful in your life? Do you know those things about yourself or you, do you just kind of go with the flow? One of the most important things, I think, is to understand your real motivation for wanting to lead. So again, we're assuming that you're in a leadership position right now. Why did you accept that position? Did you have a choice or did you want that leadership position? And was it for good reasons or for reasons that maybe aren't quite as good? Are you willing to learn? Are you curious? Do you read? Do you study? Do you 
look for new ways to solve problems. How much learning do you do and how often do you do it? And then probably the most important question, if you're concerned about any of these questions that we've asked or any of these foundational elements, you need to ask yourself, are you willing to change? And are you willing to pay the price to get to where you want to go? Now, hopefully the answer to that question is yes, I'm willing to, I'm willing to pay the price. I just need to figure out how to get there. All right, so honestly assess yourself, but then ask for feedback. And you need to ask for feedback that from those that are willing to provide it. So th this can get a little bit tricky because if you're the type of leader that is used to people just doing what they what you tell them to do, or you haven't built up the right amount of trust on your team, then maybe asking the folks on your team isn't going to be as effective because they may not tell you what you need to hear. They may tell you what you want to hear. We'll talk about trust in the team building episode that'll be coming out pretty soon. But you've got to talk to people that where there's a where there's some mutual trust, people that will give you honest answers. And I don't know who that is in your life, so you'll need to figure that out. Especially if you can go to them and say, hey, look, I think I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z. Have you seen that in me? What else do I need to work on? And sometimes if you go to folks and say, I know that I'm struggling in this area. Where else do I need to improve? What else do I need to work on? If they realize that you've already done some self-assessment and are sincere and are really trying to improve, then they may, be, they may be more open and honest to you. Now, once you get all of this feedback in place, your own and from others, you need to make an action plan and start following through on it. And it's super important that you write this stuff down. I mean, these questions that I went through, uh, if you want to go back and slow this down and hit pause after each one of those, write this down. This becomes part of what I call your leadership toolkit. Um, so if you haven't started documenting what tools you have, what skills you have, answers to these questions, start doing it now. Because if you get to the point where I am in life, it becomes really, really hard to document all of the tools, all of the things that you like to do um, because you're just more accustomed to just doing them. So make an action plan, write it down, and start following through on it. Include plans to mitigate your weaknesses or blind spots. Now, super important here, I really believe that we should enhance our strengths and we should mitigate our weaknesses and I'll use an example. There was a professional golfer that could really just hit the ball a mile. and um, But in order to be on the top of the game, right, to be at the top of the PGA leaderboard, you need to be able to hit the ball a mile with control and have a short game and a on-the-green putting game and all of those kinds of things. And so they knew that this golfer had the strength in hitting the ball a mile. So they continued to work on that, and then they – worked on the short game so that it was good enough and then went back to hitting the ball a mile to enhance that strength. So that was the approach. And I think that's what we should think about when we consider our strengths and our weaknesses, enhance our strengths and mitigate our weaknesses. And sometimes we mitigate our weaknesses by having people on our team that can cover for us in those areas. Now, I do want to throw in a little bit of a pitch here. If you want some outside assistance with this, if you want help assessing yourself or 
you kind of know where you need to work on and you want someone to partner with, to hold you accountable, to help you with ideas, please go to our website, www.mountaineagleconsulting.com and reach out and let's see how we can work together. Okay, so let's just wrap this up for current leaders to improve. Consider the following key principles. Are you willing to change? Can you listen to feedback and not dismiss it? And are you honest about your, yourself? Are you honest about where you are in your leadership journey? Now, if you'll do that and consider those questions that we've talked about for the last couple of minutes, you can build that action plan and start executing on it. All right, so now let's talk about actions for aspiring leaders. Those of you that are just getting started, what things should you consider? What actions can you be taking right now? Number one is to assess your motives for wanting to lead. Do you have some of the higher motives like wanting to help and lift others, wanting to make a difference, wanting to be a part of a team? Do you have practical motives like I need to continue to advance in order to support my financial or personal goals? Are there personal motives like I just really like to lead and I think that's something I want to do? Now you need to write them down and you need to prioritize them and kind of assess which ones are most important and which ones aren't and see if they align with the definition of being a true leader. Number two here, talk to leaders about what it means to lead. Identify the things that they do that you think you would enjoy and then identify the things that don't sound so good. You can obviously keep listening to this podcast, subscribe to it, we'll, we'll be talking about what it means to lead but talk to people that you admire, talk to leaders that you've seen, do the types of things that you think you wanna be doing as a leader. Now, the third one is the question, does leadership align with your personal priorities, your personal goals, and your personal life? Leading is a sacrifice. Now, I don't wanna to go too overboard with this, but you are gonna sacrifice time, mental energy, and other priorities in order to be a leader because you're gonna be focused on other people. That's not to say that you can't find a balance between your priorities and the priorities of your leadership opportunity. You can, it's just not that easy and there will be sacrifices. Now this is a big one and this is where I would love to be a part of your leadership journey, to be a partner with you for this. And this is to assess where you are today. You know, where am I really at? We can do a personality assessment. We can look at strengths and weaknesses. We can look at communication style. Those are all things that you can assess right now to know where you are and they will influence the plan that you're gonna make. If you don't know how to work on any of these or just wanna partner somebody that you can get feedback from and that can help you with that journey, just go to my website, www.mountaineagleconsulting.com, reach out and we'll figure out how to make that happen. And then that leads into building the plan. You need to have a deliberate plan. It needs to be written down, and you need to be willing to follow through on it. So you need to include ways that you're gonna mitigate your weaknesses, either through learning or just recognizing that this is a weakness and being aware of it, sometimes that's sufficient. But then you also wanna identify how you're gonna develop your strengths. You wanna build your ongoing learning plan and start documenting your leadership or management toolkit. What are the things that you're gonna to wanna to use as part of this leadership toolkit that you're gonna have? And then identify your first leadership step. That could be an opportunity to lead as an individual contributor, or you could see managing a team or group coming up in your near future. 
let's identify what that first step should be so that you can know what you need to get in place before that comes. So some of the key principles to remember as you get started on this journey, there's three of them. Listen closely here. One, patience. Don't try and take on too much too fast. I've seen this happen over and over again. Uh, we think it should happen overnight. You should be ready to lead tomorrow, and it's just not going to. Also, know that you're going to have to work at this. So it is going to take time, and it is going to take effort. Good things will rarely just happen. And the more effort you put in on this, the more reward you're going to get. And now I'm not saying that you've got to spend a gazillion hours on this, that it's got to consume your life, but it's the right kind of effort, the right kind of persistent effort will help you get where you want to go. And then last here, you're going to make mistakes. So be ready to apologize when you do. There's no room for pride when it comes to leadership. If we screw up, we need to admit it, try and make it right, and then hopefully not make that mistake a second time. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope the content that we have covered prompted you to think about where you're at in your own leadership journey. If you're already in a leadership position, think about what areas you want to focus on to ensure you have a stable leadership foundation. If you were just starting on your leadership journey or you're hoping to start down your leadership journey, these are some of the key foundational pieces that you can start focusing on now to build that strong foundation. Just remember, building a leadership foundation is like a foundation for a house. If the foundation isn't built well and isn't solid, then the house is probably not going to be what you want it to be. Don't forget to subscribe if you want to be notified of future episodes. You can also visit our website at www.mountnebelconsulting.com for more great content, to see what coaching services we have or will be offering, and to sign up for our newsletter, which we'll be launching in the near future. You can also find us on LinkedIn and Instagram. And if there are any other current or aspiring leaders in your circle that would benefit from what we offer, please share our information with them. Share the podcast. We would love to be a part of their leadership journey as well. If you feel so inclined, you can support the show by looking for Leaders Lift on Patreon. We'll put a link in the show notes. And if you really enjoyed the podcast, a review on Podchaser really helps out the show and helps us to get the word out to others that may be interested. Any combination of these things will help us to adjust as necessary and to continue providing great content. Now, go out there and keep lifting.